0: Hey, 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 it's the Kentucky Guy. And thanks for listening to this episode of the Red Pill Current News Podcast. On this episode, this is going to be part three of the special report we've been doing concerning FDR, the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, J.P. Morgan, and how it all ties together. We're going to put a little bow on it, and you guys will see how this happens. It all ties together with what's currently going on in our great country right here in America. And yes, I still call it a great country because it's the most free country there is, even though we have idiots in the administration at this time. Once again, I hope you enjoy this episode of the Red Pill Current News Podcast. Have a great day. Aha! All right, and welcome to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. I'm the truth seeker, your truth finder, the award-winning host, the Kentucky Guy, and I hope everybody's having a fantastic day today. If this is your first time listening to us, be sure to hit that follow or subscribe button, no matter which platform you're listening to us from. We're on Pandora! iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and the list goes on. Also, for you sports fans and wrestling fans, I do co-host with Donnie Cage Against the Mat Wrestling Podcast. We drop new episodes there every Tuesday and Saturday. That's right. Our formats change a little bit. Every Tuesday and Saturday, we drop new episodes. We talk about pro wrestling past, present, and future. Also, folks, right here, as I mentioned on the last episode, just to remind everybody, we have changed things up just a little bit. This will be a normal episode for the week, which is normally around 30 to 40 minutes. However, we will do weekly updates, and that is like the current headlines that are important to keep you all up to date throughout the week. We dropped one the other uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, about our banking system, so If you haven't had a chance, make sure you check that out. A lot of valuable things in there. But as always, make sure that you do your own research. This right here, this episode is going to be about, we're going to pick up where we left off, concerning the rock and the companies that control the world and have been for a very, very long time. Before I get started today, though, I do have a couple of shout outs. Uh, The first one, is uh miss angela williams uh she's a a listener of the show thank you so much for listening i hope you hear this episode and hear your name called out and guys once again if you ever want to email me ask me any questions ask for a shout out or if you want to be a guest on this show you can always email me at olkentucky 99 at yahoo.com ol kentucky spelled out 99 at yahoo.com also Happy 15th birthday to Derek Heathcliff. And I really hope that I said that last name correctly, sir. (laughs) Uh, Your mom, Derek, your mom tells us that you and her are huge supporters of our show. And I really appreciate that, sir. And I hope you have an amazing birthday today. I really do. All right. So let's get started with this episode and let's get right into where we left off on the last one. Let's see what we have. So starting off this episode, let's go back to the resurgence of religion and traditional values, because I'm telling you, they don't, they don't only want a one world, a one world government, a one world economic system, a one world healthcare, they want a one world religion as well. Don't ever doubt it. Don't ever doubt it. And let's just see how far this goes. The surge in traditional capitalism should also be celebrated in countries like Poland, although this is a sensitive topic for Russia, especially after the fall of the USSR in 1991. Nevertheless, this Catholic uh, resurgence does serve as a force to combat moral relativism and cultural decay that is running rampant in North America and Western Europe regions, albeit we are at the threshold of a great modern revival of traditional values in both aforementioned regions, and that is true. And I've always said this is not just a war against the right and the left. It is a war against, it's an information war, and it's also a war, evil versus good. I really believe that. You have Satanisms, and you have godly people, and they're a war. And I'm going to tell you a little secret. You may not, you may not understand it. You may wonder why O oh, is me, but here's, here's a well-known secret. God always wins. He always wins. And as for the true revolutionary modern religious political Islam, the Rothschilds, Zionists perceive that their greatest threat while, while all along, They foment and fund the most brutal and savage-like versions of the false Islam, such as the Wabush and the Salafism via their Saudi and other Gulf Arab puppet proxies uh, vis-a-vis the bloody ISIS savage mercenaries in order to distort, confuse, muddy the precipitations of the people of the world and even Muslims themselves towards Islam. Yeah, that is uh and that's been going on for quite a while. Quite a while. You know, remember the Muslim Brotherhood that Obama belonged to? Yeah, not very good people whatsoever. Not very good people. This is so since their ultimate geopolitical plan in the greater Middle East region is to first evacuate big chunks of its vice a visa chaos anarchy, lawlessness, and the wars that cause depopulation by horrific deaths, which are then followed by the current refugee crisis across the massive war-torn areas of the Middle East and North Africa. This is intentionally done so in order to once and for all implement their evil greater Israel. Project which compromises confiscating all of the lands from the Nile River in Egypt to the Euphrates River in Iraq. See how it all comes together, and this is nothing new. This has been going on, but it's really all coming to a head right now. All you have to do is do a little bit of research, and you can find out exactly what I'm talking about. Long ago, they even codified this hemogenic concept. In their uh, despicable Rothschild Zionist flag, which is on a white background, falsely symbolizing peace, compromised of two blue stripes, symbolizing the Nile River and the Euphrates River at the top and the bottom with their so-called Star of David, David which is actually in their Star of Replan, a Babylonian, and Egyptian. Egyptian symbol signifying the satanic cult of Saturn worship that the Israelites most probably plagiarized and adopted from the Egyptians while wandering around in the desert for 40 years after their liberation's expulsion from Egypt. And you can always refer to Amos in the Bible, 5, 5, paragraph 5, line 26, as well as Acts, 7th paragraph. Line forty-three for a specific mention of this star of Refan. Besides, King David absolutely had no star or symbol, as many Orthodox Jews or rabbis would gladly testify. The eternal and true symbol of truth, Torah, Jews is none other than the manhara, symboling truth and light. However, King David's son, the mystical King Solomon, certainly did have a star or symbol. That was the upright pentagram symbolizing humanity. Turn it slightly to the left or the right, and you have the Luciferian uh, bafflement symbol, an idol or entity that the Knights Templar were accused of worshiping. Whew, that's a lot to take in right there. A lot to take in. And remember, you know, I've heard a lot of people misquote a scripture in the Bible. They say, well, the wise men, they followed the star of David. No, it wasn't. It was a star in Bethlehem that they followed to where the king laid. The king was born and swaddling clothes. Look, it's not, (laughs) I've heard that quoted so many times and it's wrong. Go back and read it for yourself. King James version. What star did the wise men follow? It was not the star of David. It was a star of Bethlehem. And the reason why it was called that is because it was a star that, you know, where was Jesus born? He was born in Bethlehem. Anyways, why are the Rothschilds obsessed with their anonymous control and conquest of big chunks of the Middle East? The answer is very cryptic and mysterious, which I will greatly elaborate in the future episode. In brief, in order to directly control and spiritually abuse the powerful and histogic energy vortexes of these very ancient and magical lands and their trump card if their hegemony is ever challenged or threatened the so-called samson option israel's deterrent strategy of massive retaliation with nuclear weapons against any country whose military may definitely attack israel these are are but just a few erotic examples of the wicked strategies of the Rothschilds, and, uh, and other so-called elite, powerful families who are numbered to be 13, who, are, who rule the earth today with their clear satanic agenda for those who have the eyes to see and ears to hear. Wake up, folks. This is, this is right now. I know we're talking about a lot of stuff that happened in the past, but this is all coming to a head. It's right now. Is when you need to wake up. Not tomorrow. Not next week. You need to open your eyes. Do some research. And figure out what's going on. And then. Once you wake up. And you're scared to death. You need to do something about it. You need to send letters to your congressman. You need to get out. You know. We do more than just sit here and talk on a podcast. You know. I'm trying to inform you. Keep you guys informed. But there's other stuff. There's stuff that you need to do. You need to get off your butt. Get off the couch and do something. Write your congressman. Make sure you're registered to vote. Ah, Kentucky guy, votes don't count. They will. I promise. And they do. You just have to flood it and everybody needs to vote. If you do not flood it, it will not work because they'll continue, continue, continue to steal elections. Wait a minute, Kentucky guy. What are you, whoa, what are you talking about? What do you mean still election? Yes, you know exactly what I'm talking about. The, 20- the 2020 election was stolen and the midterms were stolen. Sorry if you disagree, but do your own research. There's no way Sleepy Joe got 80 million votes. Come on. Come on. Back to some of the geoeconomic strategies of the Rothschilds. Here comes the Iran dossier. Revolutionary and modern Islamic ideology aside, could gaining control of the central bank of Iran with its sizable gold deposits be one of the main reasons that Iran has been intensely targeted and demonized demonized for close to 40 years by the Western media and the warmongers in Washington, NATO, and Tel Aviv? Objective researchers point out that Iran is now one of the only three countries left in the world whose central bank is not under, is not under. Only three in the world, central banks is not under Rothschild's control. How powerful is this one family? You haven't heard nothing yet. Before, before 9-11, there were reportedly seven, Afghanistan, Iraq, Sudan, Libya, Cuba, North Korea, and Iran, not that they would amount to much in the macroeconomic global sense, but in the case of Iraq and Libya, their supply of physical gold was vast, as is reported with Iran. By 2003, however, Afghanistan and Iraq were completely swallowed up by the Rothschild system, and by 2011, Sudan and Libya. Followed In Libya, a Rothschild bank was even established in Bosnia, Bosnia while the country was still at war. Who opens a bank when your country is getting bombed like crazy during a war? The Rothschilds. Huh. Again, objective researchers contend that Iran is not being demonized because they are a nuclear threat as facts have proven over and over that Iran is clearly not a nuclear threat, and yet the Rothschilds-controlled mainstream media, along with puppet politicians, relentlessly keep repeating this lie, even after, after the signing of the GCPOA, the acronym for the Joint Comprehensive Plan of Action between P5 plus 1, Russia, China, U.S., U.K., France, and Germany, and the Islamic Republic of Iran. What then is the real reason? Is the trillions to be made in stolen oil profits, or the trillions to be made in war profits, two centuries long Rothschild's specialty? Or is it to start World War Three, which we're right at the cusp of, for whatever diabolic financial incentive Or is it to simply destroy the CBI, Central Bank of Iran, so that no one is left to defy Rothschild's money racket? It might be any of those reasons, or worst, it might be all of the above. It might be all of the above. What did we talk about on yesterday's quick episode? Destroy the dollar, take up their current crypto, the government crypto, and what do they do? You take that up and they have complete control. They track you. They know where you're at. They know what you're spending money on and cut off your money anytime you can't physically touch and put it under the mattress or in a safe. Yeah. And no VPN in the world is stronger than the corrupt Washington CIA FBI. And I'm not saying all of them are corrupt, but the ones at the top are definitely been compromised. The proof's in the pudding, and I'm telling you, they will, no VPN will keep you safe from those guys. So I say run and run fast away from any Bitcoin or cryptocurrency crap. Just just get away from it. There's already people who've lost millions of dollars on it, and (laughs) I mean... Do what you want. I'm just saying it doesn't doesn't make any sense. So to sum this up, what used to be referred to as a conspiracy theory. boy, I've been called that once or twice (laughs) is now being discussed openly among credible academics, cutting edge independent think tanks and ultimately the governments of the nations of the world. John Maynard Keynes and E.F. Shoemaker concept for global currency called the bank may still be a viable Rothschild global currency scam. And along with their proposed controversial octopus like global central bank swindle dominating every financial aspect of today's modern life, the criminal. <laughs> Okay, the criminal Rothschild's godfather, Mayor Ashmin Rothschild, famously said this, by the way. This is a quote from him. Quote, give me control of a nation's money, and I care not who makes her laws. Whoever controls continues to control the monetary system of the world will, in effect, control the policies and laws, globally speaking. What is the Rothschild strategy in achieving this? One of the primarily measures of incorporating a global currency. Global currency. What did we have happen last week? And we had another one happen this week. We already talked about on yesterday's show. Banks needing bailed out. Banks falling. They want this one world global currency. Seems to be the destruction of all currencies around the globe. In order to justify its inception. Yeah. They have to destroy it. And if the United States. And I've said this before. If we don't fall. I've seen the playbook. I've read the playbook. If we don't fall. None of it works. What's that mean? That means our economic system. Our dollar. Has to become worth nothing. Because it's no longer backed by gold. Our health care has to be turned over to the World Health Organization. I'm talking about United States of America. If we don't do it, other countries have already done it, a lot of them. And you see what's happened. Look what's happened in Europe. Look what, I mean, there's so many sad cases out there. People are freezing. You won't see this on the mainstream media. People are freezing to death in Europe during this winter. They're dying because they don't have heat. And they don't have fuel because this new Green Deal energy crap doesn't work. You can't take away your fossil fuels and your gas all at once and not have a backup or a secondary type of energy source. You can't do it. Windmills are not are not the answer. Windmills kill white Look it up. Research it. You look around, every place that has windmills, Texas, by the way, is one of the worst. Every place that has windmills, there's all kinds of birds and wildlife killed by them. Also, once the weather gets too cold, these things freeze up. Yes, they do. They freeze up, and therefore, you have no electric, and you freeze up. You see, them it's madness. It's madness. It really is, and I just don't understand why somebody in Europe is not sounding that alarm a lot louder than what they are. There are people going hungry over there, and folks, La Blanca, there's so many things that Brazil, there's so many things that happen where they've gotten to the streets and they protested, and people have lost their lives trying to stand up. And I just don't see, you know who I see protesting in America? Black Lives Matter. The thugs. Antifa. The terrorists. That's it. Why? The best rally I ever seen. And unfortunately, due to a setup by Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, and the crooked FBI. Unfortunately, it ended in chaos. And I'm talking about January 6th. That was the best rally ever because it was peaceful until they got involved and their plan went into effect to ensure that the elections would be certified by the congressman. Before then, a million people, over a million people. I've seen the true tapes now. Tucker Carlson actually has the real tapes. Go check them out. And yes, I'm saying him because, unfortunately, uh, Kevin McCarthy didn't give it to any independent journalist. He didn't send it to anyone else but Tucker Carlson. I don't care who has it as long as they don't doctor the video. The video that i seen wasn't doctored. You can tell when the video's been doctored. If you look real close and you, and you cut and paste videos like I do for social media, you can pretty much tell when there's, when there's cut-ins and, and what have you. Anyways, you can see that these folks were let in. By the way, we continue to hear, I'm not going to get too far on January 6th right now, but we continue to hear lies. And I guess if this person says a lie, that person says a lie, and they keep repeating it, and this person says a lie, and this person says a lie, and they keep repeating the lie, eventually, I guess we're all supposed to believe the lie is true. Okay, here's the thing, and I know you've heard this. Well, you know, such a criminal act on January 6th, the insurrection, that five police officers were killed that day. That's a lie. Not even one police officer was killed that day. Not even one. The one that they talk about being hit in the head with a fire extinguisher, that's a lie. Now. Actually, Babbitt, she lost her life, but she wasn't a Capitol Police officer. No, not one Capitol Police officer passed away. Now, there have been five police officers passed away since January 6th. But from all the reports we've seen from their actual family and not mainstream media, was these were suicides. We don't know if they had to do what was on their conscience. Why they would commit suicide because of January 6th? Because they did their job, people got into Capitol, but no Congressman was touched or hurt. So why would they commit suicide over the so-called insurrection? You see what I mean? Evidently they had something, they had guilt for some other reason on that day. On that day. By the way, one of those videos show Capitol Police opening up the doors for the protesters and the protesters going in, taking selfies. I mean, not even, and yes, there were some, of course there was, who did vandalous things, who did horrible things, which we do not approve of on this show. We do not. And those people need to face the consequence. Here's the problem. The people that are facing the consequence, that are in jail and have been since January 6th, are in jail because they're Republican conservative voters. That's the only reason. That's the only reason. You, we, The young crazy guy who, I can't remember what they call him, but he had the big horns on his head and shirt off and face painted and that. Oh, yeah, he's such an evil guy. But the real video that I've seen, right, the real video that you've seen on Fox News shows that there were five to six Capitol Police leading this guy around, leading him around, right around him. And there was no, there was no, uh, no endangerment there. The guy didn't have a weapon and a show. Another video shows him saying a prayer and praying for the Capitol police. But this guy got sentenced to four years. He's called the QAnon gypsy or something. I don't know what his name is, what they, what what kind of title they put on him. It doesn't matter, and I'm not saying he's a great person, but I am saying that I didn't see anywhere on there where he broke the law. Right. You're not supposed to be in the Capitol during those times. I got you. But when you have a police escort kind of giving you the tour, what in the world are you supposed to do? How do you know what's what, what's right, what's wrong? All right. I'll get off my soapbox about January 6th, and let's get back to the report. So as stated, calls for the global currency began to come out, come about after World War II when the British economist John Mayer Keynes and the British government proposed the, uh, bank core as a world reserve currency. The current ongoing economic crisis, especially ever since the great recession of 2008. Thanks, Obama has set the stage for the demise of the dollar as the current world reserve currency. In order to possibly make a way for this proposed bank core or whatever other name or electronic digital currency system they come up with to make their propaganda more marketable, since the cat is totally out of the bag with the bank core, figuratively speaking, you see how long World War Two? You see how long? See how long they planned this and been working towards these goals? One thing for certain, Washington, the feds and their allies are in on the plan as the feds continues to devalue the dollar through quantitative quantitative easing. Better put, printing more and more worthless paper money. Washington continues to grow by spending more and more only to exacerbate the problem. Perhaps this is all part of the Rothschild plan to destroy the dollar once and for all. Once and for all. Timothy Geithner, former president of the New York branch of the federal, of the feds, and later on Barack Obama's secretary of treasury from 2008, 2012, openly endorsed the one world currency. He more or less admits to it at a meeting at the Council of Foreign Relations In Washington, instantly a major political and economic think tank arm of the Rothschilds power structure. Some argue that the U.S. housing market bubble, U.S. auto industry near collapse, and its subsequent U.S. government bailout, Wall Street and banker bailouts, as well as the drastic reduction in manufacturing right here in the U.S., are all contrived events in order to systematically crush. The US economy and the dollar in particular, with the ultimate goal of making a way for phase two of the ominous Rothschild and other elite families final takeover of the world's monetary systems and the completion of the New York New World Order Fundalistic Dictatorship, better put the new secure, godless order. The writing, all you have to do is pay attention. It is certainly On the wall. Now let's let the real people's social, political, economic, but most importantly, spiritual revolution begin. We are at the threshold, and some would say in the midst of a grand new global reality. If we are to defeat this Rob Child satanic agenda, we must all work together, shoulder to shoulder, hand in hand. If we don't, folks, I promise you, we're doomed. We are doomed. Now, you wondered why we always call the mainstream media fake media, right? I want to show you something real quick, real quick before we end today's episode. CNN. If you know, if you don't know, CNN is is completely biased when it comes to the left. By now, you'll never know. Okay, CNN. CNN investors, I'm going to read a couple of them. I'm not going to read them all. These are people, companies, who invest in these news organizations. CNN, independent franchise partners, BlackRock fund advisors, the Vanguard Group, Incorporated. I want you to remember those last two. Uh, Burgundy Asset Management, LTD. Fox News, investors. The Vanguard Group. Oh, did we just hear that name? BlackRock Fund Advisors, SSGA Funds Management, GO uh, Capital Management, Norwegians Bank Investment Management, CBS News. Once again, Vanguard Group, BlackRock Incorporated, Morgan Stanley Brokerage Accounts, J.P. Morgan Chase and Company. Roll Price Associates, Incorporated, and Geo Capital Management. The 10 owners of Pfizer, Incorporated. Once again, it's a publicly shared stock. We all know who Pfizer is, right? The vaccine, the jab, what have you, Big Pharma. Here are their owners, largest shareholders. The Vanguard Group, BlackRock Fund Advisors. SSGA Funds Management, Wellington Management, Geo Capital Management, Charles Schwab Investment Management, Norwegian Bank Investment, again. BlackRock BlackRock owns major shares, as we just read off, of Fox Corporation, CNN, ABC, CBS, and MSNBC. BlackRock also owns major shares of Pfizer, AstraZeneca, Modern, and Johnson & Johnson. Oh, wait. They own major shares in Johnson & Johnson and Pfizer? What do those two companies have in common besides being big pharma? They both had the jab. Yeah. Well, let's look at who owns BlackRock, the companies that own major shares in BlackRock. The Vanguard Group, SSGA Funds Management, Charles Schwab, Investment Management, Geo Capital Management, Capital Research Management, Morgan Stanley, Smith and Barney, LLC. So here's something. Remember the two names I told you to remember? BlackRock and the Vanguard Group? Well, I just told you who the 10 owners of BlackRock Incorporated are. The major shareholders that actually own the company. What's Who's this Vanguard Group? The Vanguard Group has one owner. One owner. Anybody guess who it is? The Rothschilds own the Vanguard Group. If you don't believe me, do your own research. The Rothschilds own the Vanguard Group, who the Vanguard Group owns a part of BlackRock. They own a part of Fox News, CNN News, ABC, CBS, and uh, MSNBC. They own a part of Pfizer. They own a part of just about everything we spoke about. They have their hands in the cookie jar. And let me tell you this, in case you're wondering, yes, 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 they do have political ties to all of them. To every one of them. It is really a sad, sad when we say there's elites and a one percent that trying to control the world, right there. Look at who your major companies are in the world. I just read them off. I just read them off. So how can the same companies pretty much own all of the news media outlets, and then and people say that they're not biased? I'm including Fox News in that. I don't trust Fox News either. How can you say they're not fake news and they're not biased? You can't. It's impossible. It's impossible to say that with a straight face. All right, folks. So that is all the time we do have for today's episode. Now, I will let you know that starting, we're going to talk about on the next episode, our full episode, we're going to talk about Woodrow Wilson, who I feel was one of the most corrupt presidents who put a lot of this into play. Remember, you got to go back sometimes in order to look forward. Always remember that in everything you do. Sometimes it's better to take it, take a breath, go back, and then before you can look forward. And Woodrow Wilson, is, I feel, was one of the most corrupt and horrible presidents that we've ever had, and he was pretty much a dictator. But we will start off the next full episode with him. Once again, you've been listening to the Red Pill Current News Podcast. And I'm your honored host, the Kentucky Guy. And as always, folks, thank you so much for listening. God bless. And God bless America. Thank you guys so much.